I, I can. Time travel date night. So my wife and I are time traveling somewhere to have a romantic date. Yep. Well, so that changes things substantially because my wife does not like roughing it and, you know, we're not going to go sleep in a tent or a, a teepee back in the old days or anything like that. Right. So... I'm not gonna lie. The future does scare me. I'm not talking ten years down the road, but a hundred years down the road, it kind of scares me where the world's gonna be. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not to be. Gosh, I don't know what time. What time would we want our date? So I'll let you think about it because for Shiloh, her answer was going back and seeing an old Murderers Row baseball game. You know, the 1920s Yankees with Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle, and yeah. just watching them just go into a baseball game in New York City in the 1920s. Okay. That was her answer. My answer was different. What was yours? Uh, I would want to go back and watch uh, Barry Sanders live oh, in yeah. Detroit, the old Pontiac Stadium. Well, it would have been, what, uh, nine... 80s? Late 80s, early 90s. Well, he played when we were in high school, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think what my wife would like to do. That, so if I were to take her on a date, and she'll hear this, like, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so she loves... Murder mysteries and uh, forensics and things of that nature. But I, I don't know if that's going to fit into a date night. London, England, 1800s, Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. I'll be a hooker and yeah. she can be the guy that saved them all. Yeah. That... Nobody nobody ever found out who Jack the Ripper was. Really? Yeah. Unsolved. Oh, They think he was a doctor, but. Because the strategic cuts. I've yeah. watched a couple stories about that. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, and take her back and. Watch her let let her watch Jack the Ripper go to town on a hooker. In the <laughs> from, best way. From behind the alley. <laughs> oh, look at that. There's the her back spleen. Alley hooker. Yeah. Man, I I don't know. That's a hard question to to try to think of some romantic but still intriguing because uh she does love sports though. So probably the the old Boone Pickens Stadium, the early days of the Cowboys, she would want to go see some of her Oklahoma State Cowboys yeah. in the early days. When they well, were shit, coming they, to Pistol go. Pete. Barry Sanders played for the Cowboys. That's right. But Maybe that, like, date. 85, 87, something like that. Yeah, yeah. double date. We're going to end up down in the res in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, crashing on old Keith and Sandy's couch. Oh. You don't know us, but you will. Right. <laughs> Let's, let me sleep on your couch. They got seven and kids. That couch Jess was busy. Around. Yeah. Well, that was on Hot Tub Time Machine, too. <laughs> dude, she's fucking hot, dude. Dude, she's seven. Because <laughs> he, he, his wife's seven. He's like, <laughs> they, I, don't, was, I don't know if you can undig this hole. No, it, yeah, it was. No, the, who's the big black dude on uh, Hot Tub Time Machine? Uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig, Craig Ferguson. He, he's Robinson. hilarious in his dry humor. But uh, he was talking about how hot his wife was. Is that he's like, no, she was even hot back then. He's like, dude, she's like seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that actually kind of leads into my next one, if you're done with that. Yeah. Uh, over the top, the movie, arm wrestling movie, yep. and 80s movies. Okay. 80s movies had a, a pretty serious uh, all alpha male thing going, right. you know, with uh, Patrick Swayze and uh, Wyatt Earp and uh, Sean Connery, Stallone, all them guys. Well, not White Earp, the character, uh, the guy who played White Earp. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh, Big Trouble, Little China. Yep. A lot of trucking shows. Uh, trucking every now and then used to be pretty prestigious. It, or was something. A, yeah, it was a respectable career then. Yeah. I, I, I have respect for truckers, but I don't know why it was 
So prestigious, and I I feel bad because I got like some of our best friends are truck drivers. Yeah, and I wish they were more prestigious. But anyway, the movies. How did there get to be so many eighties movies about truckers? And seventies, eighties, both. I'd say it's uh the fantasy. They, I think maybe even today truckers are life on the open road. The cowboys of America. Well, wandering from town to town, and so the delivering wares. There's classes of trucks. Okay, of truckers. So you got your flatbedders. Yep. They they kind of live on the edge. You got your reefer guys. Oh, fuck. Look at those guys. Hippies. Losers. But then you got your tanker guys that make money and they never, never like to get dirty. But then you got your, your bull haulers. Your bull haulers. The guys hauling cattle pots. Yep. They're going 100 mile an hour on the shoulder, whacked out on crack or meth. <laughs> Life on the open road. Hauling balls. They figure they're at the top of the food chain. Okay. In my opinion, what little bit I know about trucking, if was if you're listening, you can ring, call in, because he's a reefer hauler. Yeah. But yeah, classes of truckers, but they they like they look down on the other truckers. Oh, look at him! He's just a hopper bottom. Oh, he's just a reefer guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they get on the CB and like, why aren't you? Nobody even carries shit? CBs anymore. What? Very few drivers use their CBs anymore. How do they get contact each other? I I I don't know the grinder. Candy cane. Right. See, that was another early yeah. '90s one. What, what was, what was that one called? Road trip? No. Didn't the the dead guy Paul Walker win in that? Yeah, yeah. I forget the name of that one. Now it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna have to look that up. Paul Walker movie about truck and Siri. <laughs> Joyride. Ah, fuck. Yep. Yep. But uh, no, I, so yeah, I don't know why there were so many prestigious movies about trucking over the top. Give me two over our trucking movies from the eighties. Uh, was it what well, fuck? Was it Maximum Overdrive? Yep. Was that a Stephen King one? And the Christie, I think Christie was the other one. That car. Yeah. But that was more of a car than a truck, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Big Trouble, Little China. That was a good one. Convoy. Was favorite movie. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. One was the best. The other two sucked. No. I don't know if I've ever saw it. What about Cannonball Run? Is that a trucking movie? Uh, that was just a car racing movie. Are we safe space? Yeah. I've uh, never seen Cannonball Run. Uh, I guess it's still a thing that goes on with a club of fast car guys. Really? Yep. And uh, remember Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud? Sure. In the 90s, they did a Cannonball Run, and him and his buddy won it. Dennis, yeah. Dennis Leary or whatever. Not Dennis Leary. His buddy Dennis, whatever the hell his name is. Collins. Okay. Yeah, they won the Cannonball Run coast to coast. Wow. Like 28 hours. That's hauling. Yeah. He's got the tattoo on his forearm. The only reason I know they, they <laughs> okay. showed short on the TV show. So anyway, yeah, 80s trucking movies. I, there was a large amount of 80s trucking movies. Uh, yeah, so I drove truck for a minute when I was uh, 19 like years old. Over the road? Yeah. A little OTR action? Yeah, when I was uh, 19, I was driving truck down in Kansas working that Harvest Crew. But I was hauling grain around when we weren't uh, harvesting. I was hauling oh, anywhere from Oklahoma to North Dakota. Okay. But I was only 19 or 20 years old, but I had a permit to work with the harvest crew. So they said, if you get pulled over, just tell them you're hauling to the harvest crew. But I might be 800 miles away from the harvest crew. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was it was crazy uh, because I was, you know, fresh out of college. And I, I knew how to drive truck all right. That wasn't an issue. But 
reading an atlas because there was no nobody even really had garments or anything then yeah. so trying to read an atlas going down the road and so i was it was kind of fun i saw a lot of neat things doing that did you ever get nicked nicked pulled over uh yeah oh yeah yeah i got pulled over a few times and then actually just happened to be in kansas so it worked out fine because i was oh. with the crew down in kansas but uh the one that catches my eye i was out in uh western kansas at, by Hoxie, Kansas. It's out by the western border of Kansas, little town out there. And it's like three in the morning. I'm going to a rest stop on the side of the interstate. And there's, I go to the, and I'm wearing blue, like trunks that had flames on them, Hell like yeah. white and blue, and a wife beater and cowboy boots. <laughs> and there's these two girls in a car. As I'm coming back from the bathroom, they're, they were smoking. I think they're smoking the marijuana. <gasps> And they hollered at me as I hollered as me hollered at me as I went by, and I was like, "What?" And it's like it's three in the morning, and these girls are wide awake partying in their car, probably doing drugs. And uh, so they, hey, hey, we're uh, I just broke up my boyfriend. We're going to California. You should come with us. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go to California with you. Which I'm glad I didn't. Right, but. What if I'd have gotten that car? The oh, horror. I, well, for one, I'm probably going to get fired, leaving a truck sitting there. Right. I mean, that, that probably would have been a bad deal. But they probably were going to steal my liver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they, they just picking up random dudes that, that didn't seem safe. Were they about the same age? Uh, I was, yeah, they were probably a few years older, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah, you're lucky. Smart. Yeah. Probably a good decision not to get in the car and go to California with Delma and Louise. Let that be the the overall arc of this episode is that don't get into cars with strangers at truck stops. Delma and Louise. I don't recognize that reference. Delma and Louise, Julie Roberts, (laughs) and the Brad Pitt was the guy that they picked him up. No, I don't. I don't remember that part. I just remember him driving off the cliff. That's the only. Weren't they out robbing people? But I she broke they, up with her boyfriend. They, one of them murdered their husband because he was abusive. And Earl had land, to die. And then they went on the lam. Yeah. And they were just running from the law heading to Mexico, weren't they? Something, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what they were. That's exactly what they were doing. Because that girl said they just broke up with their boyfriend and she took the money and was heading to yeah. California. You Okay, so one of two things. Either you were murdered and sold for parts. Yep. Or three-way. No. No, nope. I mean, it, you'd be in the Guinness World Record for shortest three-way. Yeah, <laughs> but time and length. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it uh, that that was crazy uh, seeing that. But yeah, it, it was odd. I mean, looking back at nineteen years old, because my son's seventeen. I'm like, gosh, at nineteen, is he ready to go navigate the U.S. on his own? I don't know. But I mean, shit, I, there was one day they're like, hey, why don't you run down to, we're in Oklahoma working. Hey, run home to Kansas, grab a hopper, and then take it to the next job in South Dakota, and then come back and get a combine, we'll take it up. Well, it seems like you're going to run to the store and get something. Yeah. But in reality, that was 1,800 miles. You did it? Well, yeah, it was just like 28 hours and 1,800 miles, and and then I had my log, they had a log book. You've probably never seen a log book. No. So you're supposed to draw lines on where you're at. And then it's, so it says, Hey, I drove for two hours. And then you put a line down. Well, I stopped here, checked my tires, made sure everything was safe. 
which I didn't know that at the time. I was like, oh, I just, I drove from this far. So I'd, I'd like put a straight line for 12, 15 hours. Well, you can't do that. You got to show you're doing brakes and stuff. The guy tells me like, oh, well, nobody told me that. I'm, I'm just off the farm. <laughs> <laughs> we check those once a season. But yeah, even still, that was the most I ever drove straight. It was like, yeah, it was like, shit, 1,800 miles in 28 hours or something like that. It was crazy. So did, uh, would you feel more confident with a 19-year-old Brad driving 28 hours and 1,800 miles or a 19-year-old Kate? Oh, Kate's a good driver. Yeah, I don't worry about his driving at all. And he's actually a pretty safe driver, evidently. Because I, I, I look around. Despite you. Right, because I look around knowing all the shit I did and the stuff I raised hell at. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look over here. I know he's doing this. I'll, I'll see the where he's been spinning tires, or I'll see the the chunks of his tires burn up. Nope, he's just, just a good driver. Just a solid dude. Yeah, because I've caught him like fishtailing a little bit and stuff. I'm like, oh, who's that over there? That wasn't me. That was Mason. I told him not to. <laughs> you don't think Mason is the Frank of his friend group, where everybody just blames it on him? Well, so they all know the story. The family's doing. Eric's one of our good buddies. But they were out riding folders one night, and Mason had his grandpa's rig, and Caden had our rig. They were riding AT, the side-by-sides. And Caden t- calls it, Dad, Mason wrecked. I said, is he all right? Yep. Okay, we're down here at this farm. This is where we're at. Okay, well, we'll be right down. You guys just stay put. So they had the rig tipped back over, but they didn't want to drive it because the A-arms were jacked up and stuff. And we get down there, he's like, yeah. We were going down here, and a deer ran out, and Mason had to turn to avoid it. And I got my headlights on the trail. I'm looking left and right, and I could see where they come over a terrace, and I could see where Caden's rig was parked, and I could see where Mason rig was rolled over. I'm like, well, it looks like you guys just came on the corner and turned a hard left, and Mason was going too fast and didn't make the corner and rolled down the hill trying to keep up with you because you were in front, and then you parked over there, got out and walked back here and see where he's at, and then you called us. And his eyes got real big. He's like, <laughs> er, 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 er. <laughs> he just got a moment. I'm like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, I didn't know you watched. Why don't you go to sleep at night and quit watching forensic files? <laughs> well, because I've made the same exact turn on the same exact machine going the same exact speed. And like, I know, exactly, know exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, luckily Mason was all right. The fucked up his rig he had, but uh, either way, they, they made it through. But yeah. As they say, not my first rodeo, son. Yeah. I, you can't get away with that shit because chances are your dad's done it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, what do you got next? Next on my list is what sport, Brad, do you wish you were really good at? Oh. Okay, golf. Really? Longevity. Okay. Pure and simple. Okay. I mean, be the fucking Tiger Woods, make millions, and play till you're 70 years old. Yeah. Because you play football, yeah, you make millions, billions of dollars, but you're done by what, 35, 30? Have you seen what the golfers make? That's they, what I'm saying. They make a lot of money, but yeah. You can play till you. How old is John Daly now? I, I love watching these videos of him oh, yeah. coming out, throwing his Miller light out and cracking one, and then Tiger Woods like, I train for eight hours a day. <laughs> and he comes out here fucking drunk and kills it. Fuck, I haven't golfed in two weeks. <laughs> right, right. I, I love those videos. Yeah. Golf, no, that's a great answer. I was thinking back to when you and I practiced football. Oh, yeah. Um, we, I would have loved to have been good at it. But... We were on the team, but neither one of us really got into mm, play no. in any game. So I say we practiced. Yeah, right. Um, but my favorite is when 
we're lined up on the freshman team, maybe our sophomore or junior year. <laughs> and the quarterback did a hard count and you just jumped over top of the entire line <laughs> <laughs> and just a cross body, the quarterback all the way to the ground. It was my favorite. Kind favorite of flying squirreled him a little yeah, bit. Just flying squirreled the shit out of him. Right. Just pancaked him. And even after they saw those moves, I still didn't get to start still varsity. Still didn't get in there. <laughs> still didn't get to start varsity. Yeah, it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. No, on the team, uh, best in show. Yeah, four, <laughs> four years we were out for football. Well, I mean, obviously you weren't there the fourth year. Right. But uh, four years I went out for football. Couldn't even be on the fucking special teams. My first varsity play, I think I'd have been a sophomore, and they were winning like 700 to zero. And like, all right. Go pick somebody to get in. One of the upperclassmen's like, all right, get in there on kickoff. And so I get on kickoff, and I'm lying. I'm like, oh, man, this is it. This is the big show. That's where I prove. And so I, I go screaming down the field, and I smoke this guy. Here's a flag clipping. <laughs> <laughs> I just blindsided this dude for no for no reason. Nowhere near the ball. Yep. I just fucking clipped the shit out of him. Got a flag, 10-yard penalty, 15, whatever the hell it was. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I think that's the only that, varsity play I ever made. I never went into a varsity game. Really? Never. <sighs> ever. Yeah, I wasn't good enough for JV. I, that might be the only one I ever and had. Too old for freshmen. Never got in. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it was real, real bad. Yeah. Slow, uncoordinated. We had fun though. Yeah, we had good. We were, we were, we were fun. Yeah, but there's something to do after school. But yeah, maybe, maybe should have got a job and earned some cash. But well, so my junior year, I took off and wanted to work. Yeah, and because I was making good money where I was working, and I loved working, always have. And uh, so I took off to work. And by my senior, like, yes, my senior year, I'm gonna because I played freshman, sophomore, took off my junior, and then senior, I was gonna play. And then I got in that wreck on the way home and didn't get to play. Yeah, it's like, man, fucking, there's my pro career. <laughs> <laughs> Crapped I was it out. D one, all day, all day. Yep, not me, not me. Uh, for me, uh, golf is a great answer. Yeah, what me. is your sport? That is a fantastic answer because that, that might be the perfect answer. Just for longevity, or because I I, mean, I enjoy golf. I'm freaking terrible at it, but I enjoy doing it yeah. just because of camaraderie and brotherhood. And you say things on a golf course you don't say normally. Right. It's therapeutic, really. Yeah. Getting yeah. out there and golfing with some bros. I mean, you uh, you hear people say, oh, that's where the big deals are made is on golf courses. And I mean, even my wife and I, we have nice conversations on a golf course, so I enjoy it. And my kids, too. So for me, that would be great. I, I just want to go golfing with my brother-in-law and Keep up with him. Not even beat him. You but, do want to beat him a little bit. Keep, well, a little bit. It would be nice. Just a hole or two. Be like a happy Gilmore. Somebody's closer. Never, never going to happen. That <laughs> man is fucking fantastic at golf. He is. But I think golf is probably the, the right answer. But I think it would be really cool to be good at just the dumbest fucking sport like ever. Like, yeah, I'll play in ping pong. And then just come out there, Forrest Gump. Just fucking railing, yeah. like foosball, like or darts. I, I thought I was really good at darts. I thought I was pretty decent at throwing darts. And then we we play Stacy at the fucking bar. She was really good. She was, yeah. She's been she's way too many times throwing. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. A little disappointed in her, really. <laughs> right. Uh, so speaking of the golf, uh, the local club up where we go all the time, I was hauling grain to a local establishment. Yeah. Uh, since the corn's out, we need to go out to that field and pick up a couple hundred golf balls that are out there on the hole three. Yeah. 
and or in a hole two, three, whatever it is, uh, where, they, where they all go out in the cornfield. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should go pick some of those up while the corn's out. Can we put an apparatus on the front of your uh, side by side so we don't have to get out and look? We can just drive back and forth. Uh, we got a ball grabber, one of those PVC things that Lowell has. You can reach yeah. down and grab it. I was just thinking of like a driving range. They have that cage. Well, the issue is all the corn stalks. Yeah, fuck it. Corn stalks, you're going to have a we'll little... bail it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we can just take a baler out there and pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> or bail the corn stalks and get the golf balls yeah. left behind. Selling yeah. bales to Bentleys and like, well, they keep choking and dying. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. All these on. balls in them. All these balls. <laughs> uh, so that kind of goes in line with uh, one of the questions on my list that you had, that I had. Uh, would you rather be a rock star... Or an actor, same money, okay, same lifestyle. Well, not lifestyle, but same money. You're both making okay. ten million a year, hundred, maybe even a hundred million a year. Well, the the argument for that would be, a musician. I think is more influential. I mean, it. I mean, think of the songs that really touch you. Came in like a wrecking ball. That's the very first one that I thought of. Mm-hmm. That just absolutely, I mean, those songs, I mean, they stay with you for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But then to be an actor, you got a lot more creativity, probably. It puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah. Listen, man, you said, you told me an auto trader. <laughs> Dang. Auto Dang. <laughs> Dang. But uh for me probably an actor. I I think so too. I would love to be a musician and have that talent, but I just don't I um, couldn't. I would love it. But for some reason I think there's a chance I could act just because I can talk. But yeah. I mean you put the written word in front of me and I'm like uh I'll just read my notes here. Brad and Frank gambling at casino is sad so that's how my acting would sound uh no i think maybe you're just not a great writer <laughs> <laughs> i read how i write for uh yeah for me i think yeah so read read that last line i wrote I, maybe Charles always said i write like a serial killer would you rather be a rock star or actor <laughs> it's it's a little my spacing and my my height off the lines if you can read it who gives a shit that's my my saying. Yeah. Would you rather be a rock star? It's like a code, like the Masonic Lodge. Yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. Which you're in, by the way. Uh. Yeah. So Which... yeah, for me, for me, definitely, probably an actor. It's more creative, and you get a you get to have more fun. I think. So. And I don't want to drink until four in the morning every day and do blow. Yeah, true that. I I'd say actor also. Because, I, and I think, you know, it's probably not a great lifestyle, but if you're not worried about finding work, because I, I know those guys have stresses too when you're up and coming and all that. But, yeah, if you're, you've made it to Tom Hanks level and you're fucking awesome or you're, yeah. you're Kid Rock and you're, you're comfortable with it, I don't know. I'm assuming one of them, I'm assuming Tom Hanks makes a lot more than Kid Rock. But, um, yeah, Kid, yeah Tom, Tom Hanks isn't playing county fairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. True that. True uh, I took, that. I took some voice acting lessons. Yeah. Yeah. From a from a gal in Nikki Burke was her name. She's done a lot of voice acting, but I took uh, I took lessons for like three months. It cost a little bit, but it was really good. Did you use that on your radio? 
Uh, no, the so the studio is so small because the original plan was I was going to do books on tape. So voice acting, what were they voice, trying to teach you? How to for, your inflection or something? Like for cartoons and to to be a voice actor for animation. Mm-hmm. And I've I've got the studio space and the equipment, and I can I can do that. So right. I can do stupid voices. Yeah. So that's yeah. So I took uh, three weeks worth of lessons and recently, uh, two years ago. Huh? Do you feel like you learned anything? Oh yeah, yeah. Is you got to get in the headspace. The accents are hard. I mean, you like Brad Pitt, for instance. Yeah, he's kind of the tippy top of the list I've always considered, but he can commit to a fucking character. I mean, man, when like uh, I always liked the movie uh, California was a good one. Yeah, or uh, bl- not blow the one where he's a fighter, an Irish fighter. Uh, the Pikers, Pikeys, Peaky Blinders, Snatch, Snatch, yeah, Snatch. Yeah, I was. But yeah, when he gets in those characters, and his accents are phenomenal. Yeah, there's a reason he does what he does. You couldn't really understand what he was saying in Snatch, though. Oh, I know. That's what made it so good. Yeah, right. Nailed yeah, it. Couldn't. Yeah, you, you don't know what he's saying. So yeah, what'd you have? Uh, let's see. Let's. No, final question. What is something interesting about you that nobody really knows? Hmm. What is something interesting about you that nobody really knows? It's the hardest question. Well, I don't know if it's interesting, but I love singing and dancing. Oh. But I'm phenomenally terrible at both of them. Yeah. I cannot dance and I have no rhythm, but I enjoy dancing with my wife and I enjoy doing karaoke, but I'm freaking terrible at it. Have you ever thought of taking dance lessons? Oh, yeah. And I, I tried to get my wife. She's like, no, because one time we were dancing and she fell down. She couldn't keep up with my smooth moves. <laughs> and she says I walked off and left her, which I don't think that's something I would have done because I've never left my wife anywhere abandoned and not helped her. Right. But she says I left her on the dance floor after she fell. You left it all on the dance floor. <sighs> so after that at the Driftwood... And then I think oh. I think it moved right into karaoke after that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I got up on stage and then made fun of her for falling. <laughs> I, I can't. I, that's just, it's something like this. Is that and her so story. That's her side of it. Right. It's some of the memories are foggy, but that's kind of where she went with it. How about you? What's something interesting about Frank the Tank? Uh, okay. So I do have a side note about the driftwood. Okay. So remind me of that before we go. But I'm, something interesting about me. Um. God, I don't know, uh, and maybe I'm overestimating here, but I think I'm a pretty decent singer. Well, you've obviously got recording. <laughs> Your hesitation. No, I'm saying you've obviously got recording equipment. Yeah. Let's record something and hear what you got. No, not right now. Don't put me on the spot. I haven't vocally warmed up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three. I, I, and it might be, and my girls have told me I'm a decent singer, but I think they might be gaslighting me because I've also told them that I think I'm decent. And they're like, oh, yeah, Dad, no, you're you're pretty good. So, But I, I gaslit a girl I dated in college because what's, she what's said that she mean? was really good. What's gaslit mean? Uh, where you try to tell something that isn't really true, but you make them believe that it is. Oh, okay. It's a lie, but it's gaslighting. Okay. But, yeah, she, was, she wasn't a very good singer at all. And I, she'd always say she was great. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're great. You should probably get on stage because she was a complete bitch, and I didn't really like her. So you, you've been on the radio for 20 years plus. Uh, does your voice sound the same as you hear it? I try to. I try to just use my normal 
speaking voice. Um, but people always say, you don't sound like a radio guy. <laughs> you got a good face for radio. You got a great face for radio. Your voice, <laughs> maybe you do some newspaper stuff. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, no, a lot of people think you gotta, Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, Brad? I'm Frank. And we're here just uh, one more and we all go. Yeah. Right. Which is, is called puking. That's what it's called. Makes you want to puke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after listening with you on our podcast, uh, I feel like I've got a nasally tone. Really? I, that's how I hear it. And I true. I broke my nose back, and when I was like a sophomore in high school, and I have a hard time breathing out of my nose as much. I, I my mouth breathes a lot, and I've attributed to that. Okay. I tried to get it fixed. I snore bad too, and they said they had to crush my nose and open the airwaves and get it or the Passages. airwaves, yeah, and get it all open back up. I'm like mm, I'll just deal with snoring a little bit. Yeah, she'll deal with me snoring. Yeah, well, our buddy Eric said he did the same thing, and he said he still fucking snores. I'm like, well, well I'm glad I didn't do it. Because <laughs> he, he went and got his nose smashed, and they opened it up, and he still snores. That's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. It, but to be fair, so yesterday we were at the uh, the the bank deal. Yep. And you were in the, the trailer for my, my work, and I had one of my coworkers said, hey, is that Brad? And I said, well, yeah. He said, I thought so. I could recognize his voice from the podcast. So, he, I guess he didn't say it was Sounds nasally. the same. It wasn't nasally, but. Huh. He sounds longer on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you wore pants. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have followed me in the restroom. Uh, so, Driftwood and Frank, what's going so, down? I went to the Driftwood one night. I got some 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 adventures at the Driftwood. Yep. They're in Council Bus, but I went there one night, and we're there drinking beers, karaoke and. Mm-hmm. As one does, me and my buttery smooth vocals on stage, mm-hmm. and on the uh, main stage. Oh, here comes Jasmine, which is what I go by. Yeah. Um, and a wedding party came in, mm-hmm. and the wedding parties, you know, hooping and hollering, everybody's having a good time. We're singing karaoke. The bride, in her whole ass wedding dress, wanted to do a song with the uh, the groom, and he's like, "Fuck no, I ain't going up there." I said, fuck it, I'll do it. So we went up and we sang uh, Grease Lightning or whatever Yeah, from the movie Grease. Yep. We killed it. We get done. What does she do, Brad? Blowjob. Nope. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Starts making out with me on the stage. Oh, no. Wearing a full-ass wedding dress. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to get the shit beat out of me. Hmm. Nothing ever happened. That I know of. Maybe they're not married anymore. Oh, wow. The pre- hey, don't turn that in. Yeah, don't sign that just yet. Don't put it in the mailbox. But yeah, weirdest thing that ever happened to me is made out with a bride on her wedding night. Twice now, technically. Yeah, right. So you pushed back? You backed into her? I don't get the reference. Well, so if you're... Making out. With, with your woman. Yeah. And... You're, you're pushing, like you're grinding on her, and then she pushes back into you. That means she's into it, so you push back into her. I may have. Yeah. I may have. I may have. But, well, the, I mean, we had like a fun I'm, time. I was telling her more. She asked, hey, tell me more, and I was telling her more. Mm-hmm. And then we got done, and she did that thing with her glasses where she moved it, she started, like Nikki. Yeah, started making out with me, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to keep doing it. At the diner in the clouds. and <laughs> yeah. it was It was beautiful. Huh. We had a good time. 
Well, I always wondered what happened to those crazy kids. Well, they're they're seventeen now. Their kids or our kids? <laughs> are your their your kids? That, no, that had to be at least twenty years ago. Yeah, we used to. I used to go there periodically. Just on our first start day, we go there before we had any kids. There's a fun little 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 jam session there. Yeah. They they take karaoke pretty serious over there, so that's that's why I go. Yeah, I don't want to go fuck around karaoke. I want serious karaoke. They they do serious karaoke with the driftwood. Uh, what's your go to karaoke song? Oh, I'll do fucking anything. Um, my secret wish is that I get really good at singing. Uh, Nothing compares to you. Who sings that? Prince wrote it. Sinead O'Connor made it famous. Really? Yep. She's dead now, right? I don't think so. Prince is dead. Uh, so Teddy swims. I don't know if you've heard him. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff. He does an acoustic cover of Journey, Don't Stop Believing. And he does it better than Journey does it. Oh. And so I always, I try to get, hey, get Teddy swims doing, which I don't know if it matters because it's the same fucking words yeah. with me hacking them up. But it's, this, it's a different music arrangement probably. Yes. A little lower... Because you're not, you can't sing Steve Perry high. Fuck you. Um, I no quit. offense. <laughs> That's who sings for Journey. Yeah, yeah. It, he but died. He, now even it's a little Filipino boy. Even Journey doing it's amazing. Uh, that's uh, Donnell and I's go-to karaoke. Yeah, is we sing. Don't stop believing together. Uh, if I get Jess in just the right mood, I can get her to do "Shallow with Me" by Lady Gaga and Brad. Nice. Not Brad. Uh, yeah, Brad. Brad. Uh, Oh, is it something Bradley? Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley. Man, how many beers have we had, Frank? Fucking dicks. <laughs> I've had 79 <laughs> dicks of beers. Beers, I've had. Oh. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about anything ever surprise you at karaoke? Like, you're like, man, that guy was really good, or that girl was really good. Um, I, Or they, they just really crapped it up or rocked it. There's some people that you look at and you're like, oh, this person can can really sing. Yeah. And then there's other people that surprise you. Yes. Uh, Jess's birthday party, karaoke at, at your shop, uh, the bridge builder surprised me. He can sing. Yeah. He, he's very oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so Jess and I were doing karaoke with the in-laws. We like to go about once a year. We'll go around Oklahoma somewhere and do it on a tour. And uh, we're at this local bar on Main Street. charge for people to have you guys come? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole group's coming, Jake yeah. and I and Crystal and Jess and Roger and Ange. But uh, we're at this little bar on Main Street in Stillwater. Do you ever consider changing your last name to Tucker so it's the Marshall Tucker band rolling in? That's a great idea. Just throwing it Do out. I get to keep the swastika on my hat? Absolutely. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't really have a swastika on my Just hat. Just instead of Fs or Ts. Right, right. <laughs> but... Uh, no, there's this little gal got up on stage, and she's 105 pounds, soaking wet, and uh, wearing like a school teacher dress. It's a long dress with flowers on it, just a normal looking dress you'd see a school teacher wearing. Glasses, long hair, school teacher gets up there and rocks Static X Destroyer, Ooh. <laughs> and yep. rocked it. It was Damn hilarious, that. and she did really good. And she was head banging everything. Her glasses were flying off, and she rocked it. It was hilarious. That's pretty great. Yeah. I one time won $100 singing karaoke at uh, Sugars. Really? Yeah. Uh, I right said, Fred, I'm too sexy. From a shirt? 
But I did it a whole like this. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Well, do you remember? I think it was. And I thought I was going to get beat up because there's a, a giant biker gang in there that night. They loved it. <laughs> they thought it was great. Fuck those guys. No, they were they were cool dudes. Were you at uh, Kayla and Anthony's wedding? Ardito? No. So he did Pussycat Dolls when I grow up. Okay. Unfamiliar, but. Uh, when I grow, or my lovely lady lumps, oh. or humps, my humps, my lumps, yeah. whichever one it is. Yep. But he did that one, and it was hilarious. Hmm. He rocked it. Which, speaking of that, we got to get that son of a bitch on here. Yeah. Right the commander. Down. The commander. He's game. There's a lot we can't ask him. Aliens. Oh. We can talk about it now because he's not on here. That's true. We can't talk. So and, go and ahead. They, the, uh, they said that they could. They declassified a bunch of alien stuff. Well, tell them. Did we already talk about this before? I don't know. It's worth a rehash. Yeah, it's just you and me. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Go ahead. 70th episode now. So, were, is this this year at the Russell reunion or last year? 23 or 22? 22. So, we're sitting there. The guy's a commander-in-chief in the U.S. Navy. Yes. He's got nuclear. Not the la- commander-in-chief, just a commander. But he's got nuclear launch codes. Kind of a big deal. He's half of them. Right. That's more half than I got. <laughs> uh, but we say, hey, would you come on the podcast and what'd he say? Fuck yeah. But what'd he say he can't talk about? Aliens. And? Uh, war. War. He can't talk about where he's at during war. Right. And he can't talk about aliens. But now, fingers crossed. But that's the part is, why would he say that? Just to fuck with us. Why was that the... The thing did he think we were a conspiracy like welcome to tinfoil hat corner right today we're going to talk about bigfoot <laughs> and how many places you've seen him where have you seen him brad you spend a lot of time in the nature <laughs> have you seen the elusive yeti so shit he works for you <laughs> <laughs> there's one of our good buddies eric that used to do a lot of field work and he was working down by Henderson, and he swears up and down he saw a panther down by the river. And he knows his wildlife, but he spent thousands of hours in the field spraying, harvesting, uh, chemical application, whatever it may be. There's your answer. But he swears, chemicals. he swears he saw a panther down by the river. It had to have been a mountain lion. Yeah, you would think. A puma. But, I mean, he's an outdoorsman. A cougar, if you will. He's an outdoorsman. I don't, maybe he's a listener. I'll tell him to check this episode out. Please do. Yeah, and he swears he saw a panther. Caden like saw a mountain lion on the way home the other night. Horse shit. He got to send me a picture. Fuck you. I'll show you right now. Show me right now. It's just gonna be my dick when you look over. I'll look at I'll look at your dick all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me get my bifocals, Sonny. I just started uh, recording the video because Brad is pulling up the video or a picture of a mountain lion. And to be fair. I did see a mountain lion, or at least I thought I saw a mountain lion crossing the road. I'm not going to tell you where it was. Well. Because you'll make fun of me on the location. Joke's on you because he showed me the picture on his phone. He didn't send it to me, so I don't know. <laughs> Turkey Wait. Creek is where I saw. thought I saw a mountain lion. Nope. No, that's not it. I, I've got it here. Turns out it was just a cougar. Do you really have it? Yeah. Yeah, I was right Right there. Oh, okay. 
I forget that your son's name on your phone is National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me again. Good work, detective. <laughs> but, but no, he, yeah, he had a picture on his phone. He was sitting on the bridge, and he was sitting on the ice in the creek when it was cold. Yeah. And he was just up there sitting looking at him. He got a good picture of it. Where at? Uh, that creek right north of my house on the way in from the highway. Really? Where the bridge is. He sat on the bridge. He looked yeah. up. He looked up the bridge and stopped and backed up, and he just sat there and looked at him and snapped a picture. Okay. One question. Is the bridge labeled a safe zone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then that's why he stopped. I, I, my mm-hmm. other question was, why would he stop on the bridge? Well, he stopped because he, he stopped and backed up because he saw the mountain lion. Uh, horse shit. He stopped to crank one out before he got home after seeing... His lady friend. I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to talk about my son wanking himself. It never is. No. But the bridge is a safe zone. Yeah. Did Did you see the sign I sent? And I was asking, do you want that in here? Or do you want me to keep it in my office? I thought you were for real. I I might I might have Wes and Randy make me one. No, I'll give it to you. I bought it. I didn't know if you wanted it because I don't want to clutter. I keep buying you shit. I'm like Frank, take this. I don't want to. I'd hang it on the okay. the, the outside of the door. Well, it's just thumbtacked on my pegboard in my office, so I'll bring um, it in. I'm absolutely going to take that from me. It's just a sign that says safe zone. That says this is a safe zone. <laughs> this is a safe zone. Yep. Right. I love it. I'm I in, do. I'm here for it. I do. I ordered it just for that reason off the Amazon. You're not shopping locally? Well, yeah, I guess I could have. I could have. You'll have that on the smaller jobs. Yeah, yeah. This is a safe zone. I even got an orange to match your colors. It's fucking amazing. Uh, what else you got, Frank? Uh, that's the end of it, unless you want me to look up. Cause... Nope, I've got one more thing here. Uh, you've made substantial remodel progress here that I had in the notes. You've been kicking arse on the drywall slash ventilation situation you got going here. Well, here's the deal. You held me to a goal. Well, yeah. I verbalized the goal. 20 episodes ago. Yep. And I felt like if I didn't uh, reach that goal, I would let Brad down. Well, but you had a whole other year yet, but they're not in here yet. But I think you had till 25, didn't you? I think so. January 25. Yeah. In fact, uh, right before we recorded, I had. uh, Uh, Let me check my notes here. I had old meat stop by Uh, and uh, he gave, uh, he's going to come finish the the drywall. Oh, I just flipped the right page. Really? On uh, November 16th, uh, things not to do in public. Uh, masturbate. Yeah. And was that then the, was it the sailors? No, it's just you and I. Oh, and then January 1st, 25, Frank will be done with the remodel. And the girls will be living down here. Fuck. I'm well ahead of schedule. They're not moved in yet. And, well, they're a lot closer true. than they were a lot. Yeah. They, they could move down here if they didn't care about inhaling drywall dust. And what do you do for floor? Electricity. Uh, we'll carpet the, we'll carpet the, the bedrooms and then the, the living room area right outside of the studio. Here is the, the gym. Have you looked at the carpet squares, you know, that you just kind of iron on? They got yeah, adhesive on them. I've seen those. Uh, those are kind of a big hit because then but if you. Uh, you don't have padding underneath. True. Yeah, it's kind of a commercial aspect. Yeah. That way, if you get something ruined on one, you can just peel it up. Maybe for the gym, it'd be all right. But uh, Well, the, the gym, I'm going to get some horse mats. Uh, talk to Jess. She has a bunch left over from her gym. Hell yeah. The ones that interlock. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the. Uh, the gymnasium outside mm-hmm. of here will be. Mm-hmm. And then I want to do a heated floor in the bathroom. 
Kind of late now, isn't it? No, because the the bathroom. Oh, I thought you'd do it with the concrete. No, you can you can do it underneath the tile. Just a little webbing like they use in your uh, heated rear view mirror. Yep. Or your heated rear window. So that's I want to do that. And Shiloh says it's it's frivolous. We don't need that. It's frivolous. Well, keep in mind it's for your daughters, not for you. Yeah, but at one at some point, because the ultimate goal is after they're you know have their own bathroom, we can remodel the bathroom upstairs. And just do a shower only and move the the laundry upstairs. Yep. And then, which is bullshit because the girls aren't going to carry a basket of laundry upstairs. You can't even use the fucking laundry chute to put it downstairs. Can't use gravity right. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then. How uh, do you guys fuck up gravity? And then they, she wants to add another bathroom upstairs in the, in the master suite. Right. Because we'll that- lock down a wall and take one of the bedrooms and make a big. Uh, if everybody knows, Frank said he hates remodeling bathrooms. I don't hate it. I've just you said exactly. I hate doing bathrooms. Oh, let's play the tape. I hate bathroom remodels. Fuck. That's what it sounded like. Um, yeah, I've just done four of them. Yeah, you've done it every house you've lived in. Right, twice. That you've owned, or rented, or owned, or however you want to say it. Yeah. So, um, did you buy the one in Boca? No, we never bought that one. Did it look like a vagina? It was pink. With, and you went inside and it was warm and warm. With darker, with darker pink shutters. <laughs> it actually did have darker, darker pink shutters. No, it was a pink house with darker pink shutters. Yeah, yeah. It looked a little bit like labes. Like, yeah, bruised labias. I don't know if they were beat up. I, I thought they were nice. <laughs> little like, like like little Arby's, little yeah, roast did, beef. Did they? I did always want some beef and cheddars. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. So I'm done with my list, Brad. You got anything else on yours? Uh, I need your words of wisdom. I don't know if it's. I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to do words of wisdom. I'm just going to do something that I've I've learned so far. Is that I think actually verbalizing goals helps you achieve what you want. <laughs>